three, four, coming around, here we go. But what is the topic? Well, what is it? It's visualization or imagination, visualization and imagination and how are they the same? How are they similar? Um, how are they, you know, I guess, how are they similar? How is, you know, I was thinking of it in terms of, you know, visualization, like uh, in terms of like goals and aims is like visualization, uh, creative visualization. And it's using your imagination, I guess, in a sense, but then imagination can be sort of wildly out of control. So, and so can creative visualization too, you know, like I can't, what am I doing here? You know, I guess that's it. It's just, it's that simple. They're similar and yet maybe sometimes imagination is invasive and um, with less reigning in than visualization, I guess, is what I'm thinking. Oh. Be, be Do you practice this, Hans Vanderhill? Well, sure, yes. Can you tell I mean, me about that? What? Can you tell me about your practice? Well, um, it helps to, with visualization, it helps to write things down so that you can access the vision your visualization um, more readily, you know, without the interference from other thoughts and, and distractions. And so um, there's an order to that. And then you can also, you know, when you don't feel like visualizing things um, and you just give it five minutes and you pick up the list and look at it, suddenly it keys you into that. And I would call that visualization, and that's how I would use it. And it's goal, aims and goals, you know, I need to do this, I need to do that, or I want to do this, I want to do that. How do I get there? And then, um, um, but then you know, sometimes it, within that, within those goals, for yourself or for others, um, you kind of imagine the outcome sometimes, you know, and rather than just absolutely create the outcome with your visualization, which is sort of arrogant and controlling. Is that kind of like if you want a Lamborghini, you visualize yourself driving down the road in it and feeling the wind blowing in your hair and if that's what if that's what you want to do, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's interesting. I think one of the most interest or one an interesting part of visualization that I came across was something that was sort of possible and. Um, achievable and it was a matter of how long it takes and that was from Robert Anton Wilson's famous exercise of I say famous exercise I know about it must be famous <laughs> famous exercise of visualizing a quarter visualizing what visualizing a quarter 25 cents oh and and he said yeah. I, I'm so rich I keep finding 25 cents everywhere and it, it's it, but for me, it's it's the process of visualizing that 
And then you can get into all sorts of things like how well can you visualize it? Like you can, I mean, I don't really have a good idea of what a quarter looks like. I, I have an idea. I know it's metal. I know there's a queen's head on one side. And then on the other side, I'm like, hmm, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe I could look at a coder and key into that and get some of the elements around it, whether getting familiar with it, whether it's maybe I draw it and maybe I take a, a picture of it and do this and then and then I get the visualization and then it's then I have to notate to myself how long it takes me until I'm walking down the street and suddenly find a coder. So the way I understood your story, Jaswant, was that Robert Anton Wilson was, wasn't was shooting for a Lamborghini, Bardo man. That's greedy as heck. <laughs> if, if you ask for something a little bit less flashy and costly, like a quarter, and you find them everywhere, you'll be rich. <laughs> That's yeah. how I understood it anyway. Imagination is what you can imagine, right? What you can... So if you say, what do you want... You know, like if you ask a poor guy or a poor lady or a poor person, what do you want to... What do you, what do you want? What do you want to visualize? They're going to likely, unless they're special, imagine some richness that's going to change their life, right? And they're going to make everything, all their, all their stuff go away, right? So... Their imaginations are maybe or the are are based on that, right? They imagine a better life. I imagine a better life. You imagine a better life. But the definition of a better life is what's interesting. So a Lamborghini or a quarter. But what about the things we can't imagine? Right? There's a whole world out there that I don't see or touch or, or understand or even think about. I can't even imagine it. And it exists. I know it exists, but I can't imagine it, so I can't even begin to visualize it. I visualize that there's another world that I don't understand and can't see because I'm limited. And my imagination is limited too, and I can't imagine that other place. Right? So that's where I get stuck with. So imagination is like step one. And then when you catch it, like this is what I want, right? Then then one visualizes it. But I see them, you know, uh, I see them separate, right? Visualizing is, I'm going to shut up after this. Visualizing is a tool to get what you want. And imagination is like the ability to imagine what you might want that's not like a money, you know, whatever the, you know, whatever the, to use an Anton Wilson phrase, whatever consensus reality is expecting you to want. I, I see. see? Yeah. Does that make well, sense? Does that make sense? Yeah. That's how I heard your, your prompt, Hans. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, because I, I, I see them as separate, but I quite don't know how separate, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Probably an individual thing as well, somewhat. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, I can imagine uh, shadowy figures tapping on my window in, at night that scare the hell out of me, and they're not there. But I mean, that's a little bit of a could be a problem. Could be entertaining. Mm -hmm. but, 
So is it safe to say imagination is imaging? Well, I had this, uh, when that came up, I had the sort of the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and Gene Wilder going, Oh, yeah. Your imagination. <laughs> that was the song. Yeah, I remember seeing that one as a kid, eh? And, and boy, was it magical, eh? And when at the end, the, you know, the main kid there, he gets that candy that lasts forever. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Then they then they marketed him in the U.S. the Gobstopper. Oh, it was like a jawbreaker that was supposed to never end, but it did, of course. And we eventually got them up here too, there, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> did we export them to up north to y'all? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know this. I I think I've seen the movie, but I didn't know that there was uh, like almost a marketing. Yeah, merchandising. Yeah, merchandising. Yeah. There is imagination on a pretty big scale, I guess. Say eh? that you know, people who come up with these kind of movies or you know, fantasy or some of that Disney stuff, right? Fantasia and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I was always told and, and it felt like I was being singled out a lot as I when I was growing up, I was always told. Oh, Hans, you got such an imagination, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it wasn't, I was, it was, it wasn't told to me like that was a good thing. It was told to me like that was a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I was trying to get at, too. If you do, if, if Hans did, in fact, as his teachers pointed out, that's some imagination you have there, Hans. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? What yeah. if, so this is what I'm saying about like consensus reality. And then, so therefore he feels, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm telling you about how you feel right in front oh, of your face here. You're right on. I imagine that you felt, right? <laughs> like somehow you, you were, you were doing something wrong, right? That your vision didn't fit with the herd. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So therefore something was wrong with you. Right. But then we can also flip that and say, no, no, no. Like it's you. No. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Or, or that you, I, I, or I'm so, I, it's such a pity that you have such a small one. Yeah. yeah. A little tiny world that you fit everything so neatly into. And now in my next life, I'm going to make sure I have that information. Yes. And I'm going to say that. <laughs> Put it somewhere safe, you know. <laughs> and, you know, now I wonder at this moment with in this podcast with you guys, I'm wondering, like, I wonder if that that stifled my imagination and if I could have been more creative musically uh, in acting. In whatever art I did. Yeah, probably. Probably. I think that's how they whittle us down. I mean, not. I don't know what the they is. I hate saying they like it's some magical enemy that we all understand, right? But, um, but yeah, I think so. And, and at, when I was working, there was a kid who was a first-generation Mexican-American. C student in a private, in a, in, a, in a ghetto Catholic school, right? C student 
unremarkable, never heard about him, and he ends up in my class, right? Whatever. He's a, he's a graffiti artist, right? A tagger, basically. Tagger graduates to graffiti artist. Whatever. There was a number of them. They were usually kind of interesting, those kids. Um, but I, and I used to do it because these were at-risk kids, some of them. And so we would even still have spelling tests as a junior in high school. Imagine the low quality of their education. Spelling tests still as a 16 or 17-year-old person. So he would write down like, so it would be like ninth, uh, you know, and then they would write them down like it was grammar school. Write them down, write them down, right? He would always add like a phrase after it. He would say, for example, ninth, I remember this one, ninth. It's the ninth inning of my life and I have two strikes, Very interesting, but for the whole community of this Catholic school, which was quite quite good in its own for its own niche that it was serving, um, he was unrecognized, unheralded, and thought to be somewhat of a troublemaker because he was a graffiti artist. Um, when in fact, inside of that, was a. Um, a pulsing energy of just cool, whatever. He was, you're, dude, you're special, right? Do you know you're special? And it turns out that he, well, now he's a, he's a photographer uh, and he's one of those photographers that gets um, people to pay for them to come to do a, a residency, right? All from working class Hispanic, Mexican-Americans and... Um, those kinds of kids, I felt I, uh, I did, I, I didn't, I couldn't rescue them. That's way too self, self, self-importance and, and, and grandiose, but to like, no, 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 you're cool, right? You, no, 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 you, you got something, right? Don't, don't forget that you got something. I don't know what it is, but you got it. Go, go play with it. Go with it. Trust it. Let it take you somewhere. And for him, it took him into the, the world of like, look, I'm a, a, a working class Mexican boy from Chicago. And he, he was able to, to explore that and make it, make it notary, notary, I don't know the word. It, um, it was of note, his work, so that now he's a, He's successful as a photographer, which is really hard in this world. <laughs> he supports himself with it. Wow. Yeah, that's a great story. Sounds like quite the poet too, eh? Well, it, 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 it's, it's also interesting that there's people who... <laughs> and I think I, I've been stuck in this phase at, at some point in my life where uh, I have no imagination. You know, you're just so stuck in this world of concrete and wood and grass and road paving and you name it. And um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the, the world imposing itself onto you or, or what it is, but there's... Imagination is a way of escaping from that. 
or imagining new solutions. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But, you know, when it, Jazz was saying, you know, like sometimes at times you wonder where your imagination went because there's not much room in your life for it. Did you basically say that? Yeah, yes, it's something like that. There are people who are stuck, and, and I know at different times I've been stuck, where it's just, and it's, uh, it's not a nice place to be. I guess, um, are we using our imagination when we, when we write a song, or we paint a painting? I can see, if that's true, then I can see the stuckness there for sure. Yes. 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 You got to imagine a song or you got to imagine what you're going to put down on that canvas. You imagine a story or you imagine, right. yeah. And that's fun. Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers was a good place to to uh, tune up your imagination. He was very helpful with that. Okay. Yeah. Tell me, how did he help you, Bardo Man? Yeah, well, wow. yeah. He would take you to, he would take you to the land to make believe. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> did you go? Always. No, very good. Always. He was a great guy. Well, well, that's interesting because the um, hands brings up for me what sort of, I guess, opened up my imagine my mind or brain to the world of imagination is is, is uh, or was opened uh, partly anyway by books. So books like the uh, the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings and other fantasy science fiction um, in it lightens the magic faraway tree. And I, and I still remember that, and it was, it was very magical. With your painting, your, yeah. your paintings seem more imaginary. Yeah, well, it's, it's not like I'm trying to visualize what it's going to come out like. And in a way, I'm I'm just sort of, yeah, that's very interesting because I'm just sort of setting setting an order, but without any any real, in, I shouldn't say intelligence, without any real control. You know, well, the, you know, the, um, land, the landscape paintings is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a little bit of red. Let's put some red here. But I, I don't see how it's the finished piece as such. It's sort of just um, coming through me. It unfolds. Yeah, yeah. It, go, it goes where it goes. Are you saying also that it's as much an exercise in color and composition as it is in subject? Yeah, it, yeah. With, that, with the landscape, yeah. Yeah. With, with a set of parameters. And, and that's the thing about um, stories and, and imaginations, the, um, the parameters 
the parameters get get changed, the parameters of our reality, right? Where um, when I'm stuck, I'm like, whether it's 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 a bill, or whether I don't have enough money in the account, or whether it's I'm working on a deal and I told the client one thing and the bank said no, we're not approving that mortgage. Oh my God, what am I gonna <laughs> what am I gonna tell the client? And then so it sort of you know just just gets you in that little horrible. Um, whereas um, in in the case of a say a science fiction novel, you you're you're a good one, a well-written one. You, you can be taken from here to to another world. Called uh, escapism. Escapism. Yeah, I I don't quite like that word escape. I know. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't. <laughs> because because too many too many. Too many poo-pooers who say imagination is bad. Is ah, that's just escapism. <laughs> and just, just especially with that tone. <laughs> oh, did I get that good? <laughs> you, you got close to the tone. <laughs> Very close. And and it's 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 like um, if I think of it in it's it's like a contractive thing as a, as opposed to an expansive thing. And and it's not necessarily that contraction is bad or expansion is good. Uh, maybe it's just there's a time for both. And sometimes you just want to, you know, gather yourself and get together and see what you're going to do. And then the expansion is is the imagination. In the in the game we play, right? The, the the connection between all four of us, right? In order for you to have met EJ Gold, mm -hmm. you've you had to imagine vision vision that somebody like him could exist. Otherwise, you couldn't find him because you couldn't imagine that someone like that might exist, right? Right. And then it's one of those people that we've read about in books. And so maybe our imaginations are sort of formed a little bit by things we read in the books. But then why did we pick up the book? Because we were looking for some. We imagined there must be more to life than this. Beautiful. So we went looking. And that's what I meant before. I, said, I was trying to figure out a better way to, to, to share with you and communicate the idea of, of, of the limits of imagination. Right. So a lot of people can't imagine that there is like another way to live and another way to see the see life. It's just very it's very linear. Right. It's you know, I was and, and it can be a beautiful thing. I'm not trying to it can be very beautifully executed. But it's also going according to I wouldn't say it wouldn't be done with a lot of imagination. Right. There wasn't a lot of how can I use this life to live it in a way that's true to me, given the negotiations we have to have with the world we're, we're born into and the social time we're born into. But we were all four still able to imagine 
that there must be, might be, should be, whatever, something else. Even though we, even though we couldn't put it, put a, put a, a, a word on it or a label on it. In a way, it's a really just being a open-minded and receptive to ideas that exist that are out there for the taking, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Possibilities, being open to possibilities. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, where, where imagination... I don't think I generated. I don't really know. That was another question I had about your topic. Like, am I imaginative or am I just rece- re- receptive to imagination? There's receptors that take in like an idea that might have flown past me. I just don't know that I'm the generator of the imagination, though I struggle like Jaswan does with the painting, right? I just, I don't have anything, I, I don't have anything burning inside of me that I need to paint, right? I just like, I like the way Hans put it, composition and color, right? So often I'm just letting things unfold because I don't have an aim or a goal for whatever it is that's that I'm creating. I don't, I want to get here. No, it's just like, well, okay, next problem, you know, next situation, next, next, next. And they're like, oh, it's half done. Well, that is your imagination. It doesn't, you know, like you're putting it down on a canvas. That's your imagination. I didn't know. I see it more as like luck. Like, thank God I took the red and accidentally put some blue in it. It's better than I thought it could be. You know, like if I had wanted to think about that, I couldn't think it. But because it happened, uh, you know, organically or naturally or by accident, then then it's like, oh, but then I can recognize that it's it's interesting. I don't know. It gets very complicated. Like a lot of it is just good luck in general. Right. Well, everything. It's uh, the other really interesting part of painting is that when you paint it, you're like, ah, yeah, it's okay. And then you go to sleep and you wake up the next day and you look at it and say, oh. And it's almost like you, I, I for me anyway, I, I don't recognize that I painted it. But it, it just, and, and often I tell people, don't, don't look at it now, look at it tomorrow and see how it, how it is tomorrow. And, you know, in a, in a different light, in a different way, who, who knows what, what happens. You wake up and you have a masterpiece. It, it feels like that sometimes, though, you know, like, well, who did that, you know, mm-hmm. or with recorded things or, or with so many different things. So, you know, a, a year later or the next day, who did that? I know. I love it. I love it. In fact, last night, I'm just about to finish a song, right? Just about ready to say, all right, this, is, this one's done. And I was in a good space last night. I was like, okay, we're going to let the song go. I'm going to sleep on it, like Jazz once said. It's, I'm not tying it. There's the fussy stuff is next, right? But I need to get some distance from it. So I put on some songs that I have on SoundCloud, if you want to listen to them. Snyder of Berlin, SoundCloud. Anyway, so I went and listened to some songs I've been writing and put out there in the world over the past year. And it's so much fun, right? It's like, what did I, let's, let's, let's go. Where did I take myself? Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Right? So it's a joy, even if it's just for me. It's very, there's a lot of joy in revisiting things. 
Well, it brings brings up the very important question of who is imagining? Oh, yeah. And then, like, you know, visualization, if you're trying to capture your imagination, so to speak, um, you can employ visualization, for instance, like by writing it down or recording it, you know, the moment with your painting, you know, and and, uh, and then so I think at times with music for me, but maybe for visual art as well and for objects, you know, with the furniture, sculptural stuff that I've done, um, you do develop, if you do it enough, some continuity. And, and it was sort of lasses your imagination in a sense, you know, and, and kind of puts some reins on it so that you can, you know, it's so I'm not trying to take credit for doing it. It's not that. That's not the goal or the incentive or the, but it helps you sometimes get some things done and stay on. It's, 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 it's vital, Hans. Well, you know why? If I don't write it down, I have many, I could give you many stories for support if you need to hear them. Yeah. If I don't write it down when it comes. It's gone. It can. And, and often I still make the error. Don't think it's this is like, I got this. No, I'm still, <laughs> I got this. But let me tell you how I got there, right? Yeah. That, it's the, yeah, not that one of those right? stories. It's like, I think it's such a good idea that I can't forget it. That's the line. This is, this is so like, uh, yes. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. It's so good. The next day, it's like, what the fuck was so? What was so good? I, it's gone. That's, it solved my problem in my novel, you know, or whatever. You know, it's like, you know, I, yeah, whatever. And then no, it's gone. So I had to start writing stuff down because I realized it was really precious. Or that, no, I, that, I fully, totally, fully understand, and I still haven't figured that one out either. You know, I just, I know I'm going to remember this. And it gets you every time. It doesn't necessarily always get you. No, not always, because it's got to be tricky like that, because once you remembered. <laughs> you only get to when it's really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they're really high-priced ideas that drop into me, that's the time I better get that pencil out right away.